0: You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Welcome, welcome people to today's episode of the podcast. This is episode number 49, which means that next week is episode 50. That's right. The podcast is half a century. I'm super excited. My podcast is officially older than I am. Um, I'm 41, so it is definitely older than I am. And I have a super sweet treat in next week's episode. I'm going to be giving you guys. My lessons from 50 episodes of podcasting, um, which is just over a year of podcasting now. I've had a couple of breaks over Christmas last year and a few weeks here and there where I didn't do a podcast every single week because of life. So definitely tune in to next week's episode. Or if you're listening to this from the future, go and check out episode 50, where I'm going to be sharing a lot of my lessons from the last 12 months of podcasting. But today we're going to be talking about the top five things that are working on social media right now. Now, as we lead into Christmas and New Year of 2020, I think this is a really cool episode to get stuck into, to share with you guys what's really working on the social media platforms for you guys right now so that you can use it to create better content, so that you can use it when I know that a lot of you uh, use this time of year to start planning for the next year, to have a really fast finish for the current year, and you can start to incorporate these things right now into what you're doing. Like These are things that are really simple, really easy that you can start to incorporate right now into your social media strategy, into your content plan so you can start to see some more results from your social media because I know that 2020 has really changed the face of the online world, right? It's it's really, it's become a time where people are more online than ever before and people worldwide have learned to use online platforms to do their jobs and do day-to-day tasks because of COVID You know, I love that about it though. Like I love the fact that people can now work from home that never got to work from home before. But it also means that the way the platforms are being used, the features on the platforms that are being rolled out, like we've just had such a big year with new features being rolled out on the platform. You know, real estate on social media is becoming really, really busy. And being able to show up and stand out for your audience is becoming harder for a lot of people as well. And there's a number of reasons for that, which I'll go through in today's episode and give you some really cool stuff to take away that you can start to do immediately and put into your content planning for next year and your strategy for next year. So as I said, you know, really 2020 has changed the face of the online world, um, which has been some really great things that have totally come out of that. And, you know, as a human society, we've had to rely on the online world in so many ways other than just for business. We've had to rely on it to stay connected to family and friends. When you look at people that have been living in areas of lockdown, you know, Zoom has become like a household um, platform that people use where it never really was before. It was something that mostly businesses and corporations use, but people use it all the time. Um, You know, Facebook Messenger, video chats, FaceTiming, you know, the House Party app, which became really popular during COVID. Um, You know, it's really changed the way we stay connected with people which is really great for those of us that are growing our brands online because it means that people are more online now than ever before. People have now become accustomed to doing business online where they may never have done business online before. So there's some really good things that have definitely come out of it. Obviously, for those people in industries where maybe you've had shutdowns, um, that hasn't been great, but there's definitely been some changes in the way people interact online. And I think it's important to know what they are and also to embrace the the good bits that have come out of it. So because of this, what works on social media has changed dramatically this year Um, because, you know, the world just uses digital platforms differently. Like I mentioned before, you know, a lot of things like video calls and you can do this in Instagram, you can do this in Facebook, look at Messenger Rooms that was introduced into um, Messenger, which is a very Zoom-esque sort of feature. Um, all the features available with live streaming you know if you look at during you know the first kind of covid worldwide lockdown there were lots of celebrities jumping on and doing like music concert on instagram live you know it the way that people are using the platforms from a, a user point of view and the content that's being created has really changed a lot this year facebook and instagram have had to change up and adapt and modify and innovate in how they deliver their services as well Um, and as i said we've seen lots of features being rolled out consistently on the platforms this year i mean look at instagram reels for instagram and facebook shops which is going to have tap to purchase capabilities for um, e-commerce businesses direct on the um, instagram and facebook platforms which has has not been done before Um, And because of this, as I said before, there's, you know, there is a lot more real estate to compete with on the algorithm. So what this means is that if you are relying on the way you've always done things on social media, potentially this is not going to work for you anymore. So it's time as 2020 rolls around to take stock of what is working. So you can incorporate a lot of that into your content content. And move forward with a strategy that's really going to help you connect with your audience better and see results from your social media. Because, you know, guys, I firmly believe that if you're investing time in social media, you want to be seeing results from it. Like I've said this before and I say this in my membership and, you know, pardon the language, but we aren't here for shits and giggles, right? We are here to grow a business, So you want to start seeing results. You don't want to be putting all of this time into your social media strategy and into your social media content, not to see results. And for a lot of people that I work with, the results that they want to see is clients and leads and money coming into their business. So let's get that cracking for you. But before I get into All of that gold. I just want to let you know that my podcast today is sponsored by a super cool human being, one of my best biz friends, Jen Donovan, and you might remember her from episode 35 of the podcast where we spoke about LinkedIn. If you haven't checked out that episode, I highly recommend you go and do so. Um, Jen is from Social Media and Marketing Australia. She is an amazing businesswoman and uh, someone I am so glad to now call my friend. I think 2020 brought Jen and I together and I'm really, really super stoked with that because she's one of my favorite people. Jen has an amazing online platform called Spend With Us and if you're like one of the many people out there that is thinking of shopping online this Christmas or is planning on doing all of your shopping online like I am, then what they have done is bought a shopping experience that can make a difference to a rural small business owner. Some of our rural small business owners in Australia have been hit in 2020 by drought then bushfires, and then, of course, COVID. So Spend With Us is Australia's premier online marketplace only for rural small businesses. And you can find them over on the interwebs at all the allthews.spendwithus.com.au. Now, Spend With Us supports over 600 rural small businesses, all of which will do a complete happy dance if you choose to shop with them. And if you can't make up your mind which shop to shop at, then Spend With Us also has a solution there too because they have site-wide gift cards. You can buy one of them as a gift and the recipient can choose to spend the card with over the 600 plus stores that are on there. So great for staff rewards or for corporate gift giving as well. I know that 2020 has meant that a lot of people want to spend their money wisely. They want to spend their money with people that it's actually going to make a real difference. And if you're an Aussie listener out there... We know how much our rural people have suffered this year. So if you want to support small this Christmas and support rural, head over to www.spendwithus.com.au and check them out. If you ever speak to Jen Teller that Stace sent you and all the show note, all the, sorry, links to that will be on the show notes for today's episode page, which is all the W's, the social hub.au.com forward slash 49. So, Now we're going to get talking about what's working on social media right now, but first I want to share with you some interesting insights into how people are using social media these days, which will really impact how you create content and engage on the platforms too. Firstly, we need to acknowledge that the average user is using social media differently than they used to. They're scrolling more and engaging less, which means that, you know, A couple of years ago, even last year in 2019, we were really striving for the likes and the comments, right? Like that was the engagement that was like the mother load, but we really need to be more innovative and up to date with trends these days. So we can really ensure that we can get our audience to stop their scroll and engage with us. If you're someone who's mostly using text and image posts, then you may find that these aren't working for you as much anymore or as much as they used to. So this episode is going to be really good for you. The second point is that the fact that, you know, people are interacting differently on the platforms means that other metrics are now more important than ever before. Like I said, likes and comments used to be the mother load, but now other metrics like saves and shares rate really highly on the algorithm for both Facebook and Instagram, which really fits when you think about it as people are scrolling more. They like to save content that they can come back and consume later, as they could be looking at social media in the supermarket line or in the school pickup line. You know, where are your people? consuming social media and a lot of times they're consuming it in short little pockets of time where they don't have the time to read a long form post with 200 words in it and a beautiful image which you've probably poured a crap load of your time into creating but they not don't necessarily have the time to read it right now. The other thing is shares are like gold. Shares on Instagram, are shared to stories and shares on Facebook can be shared to timelines or to groups that you're in. But both metrics show the platform that people think your content is worthy of showing to other people and worthy of consuming again later, which is where the saves come in. Also, these metrics are really simple and easy for people to do. It takes two seconds to share a post or save a post, but reading, consuming and engaging and commenting can take a little bit longer. So we need to think about how much time are we wanting our audience to invest in us. So content that can fit that need of short, consumable content and stuff that's easy to save and share is really going to help you. And we're going to talk more about what that sort of content looks like in a second. The other thing is people are moving towards content that can be consumed in more ways than just reading, right? So we're moving towards more audibly consumed content that can be consumed on the run. Um, Stuff that you can consume while you're driving, working, cooking dinner. Society is just getting busier and busier. So the days of reading long blogs or blog style posts is not as common as it used to be. So this is where things like podcasts have become so popular, like so many people I know have started podcasts this year. And I love that because podcasting's amazing. And we'll talk more about how you can utilize this style of like auditory content on social media without necessarily having to go out and start a podcast. And we'll talk about that in this episode as well. People are also preferring video more and more. The reason for that is it's just more engaging. It incites more senses than image and a text post and video content consumption has some pretty cool stats around it that I'm going to share with you. First of all, video content consumption increases each year by 100%. Now that is a crazy stat. Also too, in terms of social media, videos get 48% more views than other content and 12% 1,000%, sorry, (laughs) 1,200% more shares on social media. So video content is a must in your content plan. Honestly, if you're not using video, put it at the top of your list. So in saying all that, how people are consuming content right now is super important. So when we take all of those things that I just told you, now let's look at my top five things that are working on social media right now. And you'll see how these really tie into those four points that I've just made. All right. So my first piece of content that's working really well on social media right now is infographics. The reason for this is infographics are saveable and shareable content. So they're both ways that people can engage with you. That's quick and easy for them to do. And it's also metrics that rate really high on the algorithm. It's algorithm gold. An infographic, for those of you that don't know what it is, it's an image that tells the story in the image rather than having to kind of read the entire post. So I kind of say like an infographic is like the hook of your post but in an image it stops people really quickly. People consume content so quickly these days that if they see an image and it tells them a story in that image through the the graphic that's on there, they can make a really quick decision about, am I going to just keep scrolling or am I going to stop and read it? Right. So this has been a huge change from the 2019 trend, which was every image on your feed should be a picture of you. And we saw that a really huge move in 2019 to having, you know, predominantly more images of yourself on your feed than other images. Now, 2020 has totally changed that. And the infographic style content where your image tells a story or conveys the message is really big. So this is where you'll see people using things like cool graphs in their images, charts, pie charts, this Twitter style image, um, phone notification images, text conversation images, images, you know, those sort of things in their imagery. If you have a look at my feed, I use them quite regularly each week and every single month when I check my stats, my highest saved posts are infographic style posts where the image tells the story and hooks them in before they have to invest in reading the caption. In fact, I actually love infographics so much. I created an infographics Canva template pack for my members in the Social Collective membership. And you can check out that membership on the show notes page of that episode. Um, I talk about it all the time. It's one of the best places on the internet to be. All right, the second thing that's working really well on social media right now, and this shouldn't come as a surprise based on what I said before, but it's video. So mainly, I want to talk about is in video here, cause I'm going to talk about some other forms of video in a second is Facebook live and IGTV. Now, as you know, from what I said before, that video is huge. And really, if you're not utilizing it at all, that you need to put it top of your list and video doesn't have to be you speaking to the camera. You can create really cool videos where it's just your voiceover or with music behind it. Or um, gifts, gifts even uh, uh, just anywhere where you can put moving picture in. But I have seen some really cool things going down with Facebook Live, particularly and IGTV, which make me put these two in kind of the top of my video category. The reason being is that Facebook Lives had a real resurgence in 2020, where it kind of seemed to drop off. You know, back in 2017, 2019, it was like Facebook Live is king. If you're going to be on Facebook, you have to be doing live. 2019 seemed to see a bit of a a drop away from that. Like groups became really popular. They became really high in the algorithm. Um, You know, personal branded content with your face and your feed became really important. But now Facebook Live seems to have a real big resurgence. And I wonder if a lot of that is because of COVID. Um, You know, people are online, but they're wanting to connect with real people. So Facebook Live allows you to do that. The other thing is Instagram Live. Instagram as well has... Um, had a big uptake in their Instagram live where it never, people never really used to do Instagram live before, but a lot more people are doing it. The great thing with Instagram live now is that you can save them to your IGTV. So you kind of get to double dip on your Instagram live video and Instagram TV video approach as well. Um, By kind of double dipping on that, you get more Traction out of one video because you can go live and then save it to your feed where Facebook always kind of owned that because Facebook live stayed on your feed, right? With the live video, the great thing is that if you have something you want to say, and it's going to be like a long format post, if you have the ability to just pick up your phone, riff it out on a live, you benefit from the algorithm, but you're also benefiting from the fact that people like video. Right. So there's so many benefits to utilizing Facebook live and and utilizing, you know, IGTV with IGTV. One of the great things about it is being a pre-recorded video. It means that you can make them pretty, you know, pretty, pretty schmick. If you want to, you know, you can edit them with cool captions, background music, transitions, Create really enca- and create really engaging videos for your IGTV that capture your audience. They're not as native as Facebook Live or as live video. Um, if you're pre-recording them, you can make them really polished if that's what you want to do. Um, but with Facebook Live, there's also some really great features in there as well, where you can edit. After the fact, you know you can add captions. You can add polls into your into your Facebook Live videos after you've finished them. You can also do this with pre-recorded, uploaded video too. Um, And the other great thing is if you're utilizing the series function, which is available on Instagram and on Facebook, it's kind of like a YouTube-esque sort of feature where if someone's watching one of your videos, then the next video in that series is going to pop up for them to kind of stay on your feed and, and keep keep watching or keep listening to it. The other great thing about video and particularly live and IGTV, if, if you are, are a coach or a service provider or you want to you give away value where it's just you talking to the camera and you talking to your audience that way, it has a lot of benefits from meeting that auditory need of, of content consumption. So if you don't have a podcast, you can have podcast style benefits with really cool video content that people can listen to while they're driving, cooking dinner, doing the vacuuming, trying to drown out the kids or whatever it is that they're doing right. And plus, if they see it and they don't have time to watch it now, they can save it for later which means those other metrics are being met as well too. Now, if you want to hear more about Instagram TV, I have a full podcast episode. It's episode eight on the podcast and it has all of my IGTV secrets in it. So if you want to head over and listen to that and find out more about IGTV, I would highly recommend you do so. All right, number three is reels. Now, whether you like it or not, Instagram reels are huge on Instagram right now. The reach and engagement benefits are honestly staggering. Like compared to my Instagram TV views, compared to my normal post views, whenever I do a reel, it can be up to 10 to 20 times as much reach as a normal image and text post. Um, So the, the reach and engagement benefits are just staggering with reels at the moment. They also fit the need with your audience for two reasons. One, it's quick and consumable and engaging content. People can watch a reel quickly because they only go for 15 or 30 seconds when they're in the school pickup line or, you know, waiting in the grocery line or at the doctor's surgery or wherever they're quickly consuming content, um, you know, at the coffee shop or whatever it is. The other thing is it's video. So if you're not playing with reels right now, then you know, I definitely think you're missing out. I can see reels becoming a lot more than what they are at the moment. There seems to be, for me, I see this a lot, a lot of dancing and pointing fingers on reels, right? A lot of people dancing and they're pointing fingers to words and, um, you know, doing really cool dances and they've got music and that. And it, it feels like that's a lot of what's happening right now. And some people will say, well, that's how just how reels work. Um, You know, there seems to be a lot of people doing five wardrobe changes in a reel. Um, And it can seem a little bit um, time intensive, I think, for a lot of people watching this sort of reels content to go, I don't have the time to create that sort of content space. You know, I, I don't have time to create a 15 second video with five wardrobe changes, you know. And I totally get that. I don't either, right? I'm a 41-year-old woman with children that need to be ferried around to sport and a, and a, a house to manage and a life to live and, you know, things that I need need to do every day that it, it, it doesn't fit into my routine to be able to create those sort of videos all the time either. But whether or not you like it, Reels content is something that you really should be playing with right now. I I feel like Reels content is going to become a lot more strategic, Um, pretty much like the way that stories used to be, just kind of a place where you showed pictures of your dog and what you were having for breakfast and all those sort of things. And now they've they've become this great place for converting people on the Instagram platform. Reels will get there too. They will move on from what they are right now. And if you're not playing with them now, and figuring out how to use them and trying and testing content on them, you are going to miss out. So if you want to know more about reels, check out episode 43 of the podcast where I give away my Reels 30-day game plan. And inside the Social Collective membership, I have a full how-to guide on how to create Reels and a Stories and Meals Stories and Meals Stories and Reels masterclass you can sink your teeth into. All right fourth piece of content that works really well on social media right now is DMs. Human connection. This is what I love about DMs. It gives you a chance to connect with your audience on a human level, which whether you like it or not, this is what people are wanting more and more of. They're kind of like the email of social media, right? People, as we become more digitally disconnected, we are looking more and more for human connection online. And DMs are a great way to provide that human connection, but also they're a great way to meet your audience exactly where they're at. If your audience is on Facebook and your audience is on Instagram, asking them to get off of the platform, go to your website, find your contact form, email you this, um, jump into your funnel here, you know, book a free call with you That's a lot of steps that people need to take to get off your feed and into the place where you want to connect with them. Whereas a DM is so simple, right? And the platforms are so set up to drive them. The platforms, both Facebook and Instagram, are so set up to drive people into a DM conversation. On Facebook, you can add a DM button onto your post. On Instagram, a story's reply is a DM, So they're a really simple way to connect as a human with your audience, engage with them further and ultimately convert them. DMs aren't just somewhere where you have a nice little fluffy chit chat with people. They can be used really strategically, really strategically to engage your audience further and convert them. Now, the other thing I'll say about DMs is that if people are interacting with you in DMs, then you get bumped up their smart algorithm. So if you're having DM conversations with people, they're going to see more of your content. They're going to engage with you more, which means that pushes your content out to more people like them. So DMs have so many amazing flow on effects that people don't realize. As I said before, on Instagram stories are set up to drive DMs. They do this on Facebook as well, but most people use stories more on Instagram. They're way more popular on the Instagram platform. So a good DM strategy engages and converts people faster than any other funnel on social media. And because most other funnels get them off the platform, which we ultimately need them to do, we need to get people off social media, right? We need to get them onto our website. We need to get them into our funnel. We need to get them onto our landing page so they can buy our thing or onto our sales page or book a free call. But that little quick conversation you can have in a DM, you can still leave that offbound link in the DM and get people over there, but just meeting them where they're at on a platform they're already on first. So if you want to hear more about my DM strategy, I've got a purpose-driven DM strategy that's not a sales script, then I have that all in episode number 42 of the podcast. You can go back and listen to that there. Um, And if you're friends with me on Instagram, I am releasing in the coming few days, if you're listening to this from the future, it's already here. Um, But I am releasing my Down With The DM short course, which is how to drive, engage and convert using an attraction-based DM strategy that has zero icky sales tactics. So what I mean by an attraction-based DM strategy There is no hanging out and sliding into people's DMs without them giving you permission first. This is not about DMing people proactively like a sleazy salesperson. This is about how to drive people to to DM you so that you can have a valuable conversation with them. Much better way of doing things. All right. Fifth thing that's working on social media right now, human content. What do I mean by that? Well, newsflash, 100% of our clients and customers are human. So humans want to connect with other people. They want to connect with other humans. So human content is just content with you in it. And while, yes, people have moved away from wanting the feed of images where it's just your face all the time and they love the infographics, they still want to know there's a human behind the wheel of your business profile. So this is where Reels, DM video content with you in it works really well on social media. The other place that works exceptionally well for human content is stories. And we haven't spoken about stories yet today. So this is where I'm bringing stories in. Showing up in stories daily gives them you in that feed, which is what people love. Stories also appear in the top of the Instagram app. They have their own smart algorithm. And again, if people are engaging in stories, then they're more likely to see your feed content more likely to keep engaging, which means the algorithm pushes your content out to more people like them. Gold. Also, with stories, you've got lots of really cool engaging tools. You've got gifs, buttons, polls, and you know other engagement tools there that make them really a great place for people to connect with you. People also love to come back time and again, day in day out, to scroll stories and see what's, see what you're up to in there. Now, if people engage with you consistently and they're looking at your stories, you're going to get bumped up that stories algorithm, which means you're going to show up in that that first kind of scroll area in the stories feed with that little pink circle around it every time you add to your stories. So that's why being consistent in stories is really, really important. Now, stories, like I said before, it's not just a place to share pics of your brekkie or your dog. It's not just a place to, you know, post random funny things. It's actually become a really huge place to convert more of your audience into clients. Just recently, I sold 50% of my recent course launch in stories and DMs. Now, if I just relied on people going into my funnel, I would have missed out on 50% of my enrollments. That's not enough to encourage you to use stories and DMs. I don't know what is. And if you refer back to point four, where I said DMs are big right now, stories lead directly to a DM. So it stands to reason that stories and having a good story strategy is essential. Now I did mention before I have a complete stories masterclass I have a stories and reels masterclass in my social collective membership and it teaches you how to use stories as an engagement tool a tool for more reach and as part of a conversion funnel on the on your social media and that's all inside the social collective membership which has all the details for that in the show notes episode for today's episode So that's my five points my five things that are working really well on social media right now infographics video particularly live stream on Facebook and IGTV, DMs, reels, and human content, particularly leveraging off stories. Now, remember, you can get all the links for everything that I've spoken about today over on the show notes for today's episode at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 49. And that's 49 spelt with numbers, not letters. So until next time, guys, stay tuned for episode 50. I'm going to be sharing my Coolest takeaways from 50 episodes of podcasting. But until then, guys, stay classy. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.